Buffalo Wild Wings Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. You stroke a hell of a ball, but I'll bet when you're off you leave a lot of buckets. Excuse me? Buckets, three, five, six, and nine. It's from coming in too light in the pocket and sending the head pin around the three. You could tell all that from just seeing me throw one strike? I didn't see it. I heard it. I left a lot of buckets last night. Me and you both. Oh, we left the same amount of buckets, right? Didn't we, we have the exact same score? Identical 121s, <laughs> which is just embarrassing. Golly. Can't close, man. Oh, so many both. empty frames. It was just frustrating. It was, oh, man. I'll tell you right now, the fact that I bowled a 121, pure, total luck. I I had a spare and back-to-back strikes. That's it. For 10 frames. That's it. Pretty bad. Should have played the Jim Mora clip today to describe our uh, bowling oh efforts. Gosh. So you're 121. You had a 69 last year, so that's a... That's yeah, a significant yeah. pin improvement from last year's yeah. Christmas party. Congratulations. You're heading in the right direction. I, I am uh, I'm not. Curious they didn't have a most improved award last night. <laughs> that would have, would have gone to you, that's for sure. Comeback players of the year, Baker Mayfield <laughs> and Teddy Lehman. Your two winners. That was a lot of fun. It was fun. The, uh, the highlight for me was before the action even started. Talking with your wife and uh, hearing some stories about your uh, brother, some old stories, oh which my gosh, I always yeah. love. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's plenty of them. Oh, that's good. That was good times. Who had the the high round of the well, Pierce? I think is that what it is? Yeah, two years in a row. I think Pierce. I think uh, by one pin. Nice. Which, uh, Pierce hadn't worked here in about six months or so. So. You know, I'm I'm waiting for him to get back to the station so he can claim to be a KRF employee. Yeah, no kidding. Um, loose affiliation, I guess, qualifies. But you know, I would have been fine with that had I been able to draft him onto my team. <laughs> right. You know, uh, good point by Blue Whale Sooner. Sorry, but 121 is not a better score than the, than your 69 of last year. It's fair. That's a fair point. God, 69, incredible. Incredible! You ready for the Shrine Bowl tonight? Because yes. I am. Yep, that's I'm really, be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I've <laughs> never watched a Shrine Bowl before, but Same. here we go. I don't really know what to expect. I don't really care about anything else that happens, other than let's just go ahead and target Drake Stoops as much as possible, please. I agree. Um, I've never watched a Shrine Bowl. I've never watched the Senior Bowl. Um, you know, it's interesting whenever you. So whenever I went down there and, and, and played in it, and it's it's I'm assuming still the same, the whole week of practice, I'm every head coach is there, every GM, pretty much every single complete like full staff is there. Plus you got you got media, you got NFL Network, you've got I me, mean, just a massive amount of people there, and then on game day, it's. There's town. nobody. Yep. Nobody there. cares. So that's the that's the one game worth opting out of right there because <laughs> no it kidding. really doesn't matter. No, it's kidding. all it's all about the practices. I think it was the Shrine Bowl. I don't know. Maybe it was the the, the Senior Bowl, but I, I remember growing up and in the early mid two thousands. And I haven't watched the Shrine Bowl in so long. Maybe I'll see it again tonight. But the All Star Game where everyone's helmets were littered with logos of different teams. Oh, Do you ever yeah, remember yeah. watching yeah. that? Like it, so. it might be an OU helmet, but you'll see like a uh, the Tennessee Power T at the bottom of the helmet, the Kansas State logo in the front of the helmets. Like they switch off logos and just you know freestyle their helmets. Yeah, I don't know if that's this game tonight or not, but I, I do remember that from twenty years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it'll be. Do you know who the quarterbacks are at the Shrine? Uh John John Rice Plumley is he? I think he's one of those at the at at, at the, I don't think he's at the Senior Bowl. I think he's at the uh, at the Shrine Bowl. I I want to say. Gotcha. Don't don't quote me on that. He's at one of the All Star games out there. Uh, yeah, Plumley is on there. 
for sure. Which I, I guess I, I didn't do a ton of research on him. I thought that He's he was more of a ba- I thought he was more of a baseball guy, but maybe football is the the route that he's going. He's on the uh, John Rice Plumley is quarterback for the West team. So is uh, Tunga Vailoa and Slovis. So I thought Drake would be on the West roster, but I guess he's on the East roster. Yeah, uh, Devin Leary from Kentucky. Uh, yeah, Jack Plummer from Louisville, mm. and Austin Reed from Western Kentucky. Okay, well, let's just throw it to eighty-eight. I think that's yeah. the number that Drake's been wearing this week is eighty-eight. And I was trying to come up with his uh, best moments at OU earlier today. Oh. Text line, uh, please tell me which ones I missed. I've got the game-winning touchdown against Texas, the twenty twenty game. Yeah. It, it didn't end the game, but it was it was technically the game winning touchdown. Right. I've got the shoeless touchdown against Kent State in twenty twenty two where he dives for the pylon and he's missing a shoe. And the picture we've got here uh, at the studio yeah. that is awesome. I've got the three touchdown game this past year against West Virginia where you yell, Come on, come on. He, he gets hit late in the end zone. Day. He was on it. And then I have uh, maybe the most fun moment of all, the touchdown catch against Oregon in the Alamo Bowl yeah. when Bob Stoops is is coaching. I feel like that's the main four, but text line, let me know if I, uh, if I missed any. So there, there's four for you. Which is your favorite Drake Stoops <sighs> of, OU moments? Of all of, of those? All <sighs> Probably... Um, Probably whenever he was having the huge day and had the, what was it, three touchdowns? Three touchdowns, yeah. Yeah, probably that day. You know, I all, all of those are great, but, man, he had so many huge plays that were third downs, fourth downs, got to have it, huge plays whenever you absolutely had to have something happen. I mean, there's a bunch of them. In Didn't there he have just... a um, the the final drive that we're going to be talking about for years and years and years against Texas this first, past year? First, he, he caught the first ball. Didn't he? He, he caught, caught a ball over late. the middle, and he he took it for a, a few yards after the catch. I mean, I, it's yeah. not a very memorable play from that drive, but I Drake had a had a hand in that drive for sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I I believe it was that first play. He he had a, a really nice catch that. Got him out to like the 35, 40-yard line. And it wasn't like. the biggest play of that drive, but it kind of was the play that said, uh, uh, okay, all Got right. You know, you, you need some early momentum on a drive like that when you have no timeouts, especially after a momentum-changing field goal like that one where it felt like you'd lost the game. And it was Drake to kind of like, all right, you got some momentum with this drive. You can go tempo a little bit. And, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. No, very cool. Lots of big moments. Has uh, obviously to have some uh, some OU Texas moments is very very cool. Five eight zero. Him and Billy Bowman getting into a fight in practice. I think that was before yeah. last year. Yeah. Uh, two uh, four zero five. This is a good one. Two point conversion and game winning block against Texas in twenty twenty one. So remember when uh, Rattler comes in for the two point conversion? Oh yeah, that's I right. think it was completed to Drake. And then Drake had the block on the edge when Kennedy Brooks scored the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Cherokee Sooner says Alamo Bowl with Bob on the headset is pretty tough to beat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, let's see. On that drive, he had the fir- first and 10 from the OU 25. This is the OU Texas game-winning drive. Um, he caught the first play for 11 yards out to the 36. Then uh, we had, I don't know, complete to Farouk for a first down. And then a pass, another one to Drake Stoops for 28 yards. Oh, he caught, he had two catches on that drive. Dang, okay. Yeah, so he had 39 yards on that drive. Let us not forget the role Drake Stoops played. On one of the most famous drives in in OU history. That's right. Is that too aggressive? One of the most famous drives in OU history? Feels like it is. For a drive? Yeah. I mean, what other drive comes to Blake Bell? Yes, 2013 Bedlam, for Uh, sure. What's another drive that comes to mind? I'm trying to think of a drive from the 2000 season. Um, Like, big plays obviously come to mind, but one single drive to go down and, and win, I don't... 
I mean, something could come to mind if I think a lot about it. I mean, it, those are the two though that stand out: Blake Bell and Stillwater, and then that drive to beat that drive to beat Texas. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird, right? That there's not a like more drives that you think about with the. I don't know. It's it's it, honestly, it's kind of strange that of all the games we play in college football. Like we don't have a whole like every single NFL game ends with that opportunity, right? To where you're, I don't know if you've ever watched Red Zone at all. That's what it feels yeah. like during the witching hour. And, and I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not remembering it properly, but it feels like there's not nearly as many of those type of moments in college football. Sooner Man ninety three in a texture for the five eight zero says twenty fifteen Baker Mayfield against Tennessee. And I'm guessing that's the drive that they tied it late to get into overtime is the drive that most people are thinking of. Yeah, probably. And it's probably just me, but I don't remember. I remember the end of the drive. I don't remember the rest of the drive. This is a good one from Jamie and Whitehouse. The drive in the Big 12 championship against Nebraska in Kansas City. That's the drive where OU starts on like their own one, two yeah. yard line. Paul Thompson, I think it's play action, throws it out to Jermaine Gresham, and then they end up scoring a touchdown on that drive and was maybe the most memorable moment of that Big 12 title win over Nebraska in 06. Yeah, this this one for uh, for Baker was 13 plays, 60 yards, 5 minutes and 26 seconds, and scored a touchdown with... 40 seconds left on the clock. After not much had gone your way offensively that night. It was a big boy drive. That's crazy, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Talk about announcing yourself to the the college football world and to uh, the OU fan base that you're the guy. Yeah, You did it with an exclamation point. Baker run for seven. P-Ron run for two. P-Ron run for five. Baker incomplete. Baker run for six. Uh, Baker passed the Sterling uh, Shepard for 13. Baker passed a Samaje for a loss. Uh, penalty. Baker passed complete to Dede Westbrook. Mixon run for no gain. P. Ryan run. Uh, P. Ryan run. Baker Mayfield run. Baker passed to Sterling Shepard for the touchdown. <sighs> memories. That's pretty cool. That's like a. Great memories. I mean, you got 555. So you got six minutes left in the game. Need to score a touchdown to tie it. And. You just run it right down the field on an SEC team and punch it in and don't even give him an opportunity to answer. That's pretty cool. And triggered uh, Butch Jones in the process after he was yelling <laughs> at Eric Stryker uh, after the game. Yeah, I guess uh, we're, we're getting some text that Jim Harbaugh is speaking at the introduction as the Chargers head coach. We got Bob Stoops coming up next, so if he says anything weird, excuse me, when he says something weird, Will you guys please let us know what it is so I can find it and play it on the show? You think he'll do the rocket uh, <laughs> thing again yeah. for the yes. Chargers? Yes, <laughs> absolutely I do. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. we got Coach Stoops joining us next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. It's hoop season at the Lloyd Noble Center, and you do not want to miss your chance to Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Bob Stoops brought to you by Modelo joins us now. Gee, Teddy, you think coach picked a good game to go to this weekend in oh the NFC gosh. championship game? Man. That was awesome. How was the how was the weekend, Bob? Oh, uh, hey guys, uh, Tyler, Teddy, great to be with you. And uh yeah, I was uh, fortunate to go to the NFC Championship game. Carol and I went out to uh, uh, flew into San Jose to, to uh, hang out with uh, George Kittle and uh, Bruce and Jan. His parents are longtime close, you know, friends of ours. We uh, 
everyone kind of knows already, but we, uh, we went to school together, lived together for a long time, Bruce and I, and, uh, in each other's weddings. So it was, it was awesome. Uh, great game, great excitement. What a comeback in the second half. And, uh, yeah, just happy. Uh, I was able to obviously hang out with George a bunch after the game and then got to see Trent Williams after the game. Gave, uh, was one of the last guys out of the locker room, but big hug with Trent. We talked for a while. Awesome to, to be with him as well as George. So, uh, and I miss Braden Willis. I tried to find him. and I, I was never able to, to get to him. But anyway, happy for those guys. What a what a great, great game. Great game. A lot of excitement. Um, yeah, it's sad to see Detroit's season come to an end, but someone's got to win the thing. Uh, what was that? What's that venue like? Uh, never seen that oh. stadium in person, but, you know, most of the new ones they build are the big domes. That one's open air, but looks amazing. Levi's Stadium was incredible. Uh, it was fantastic and uh, real, really a great, great area, great place. Um, and uh, I'm with you, too. Uh, of course, I'm, we don't have anybody that I know of from OU, so I love Dan Campbell, though. How can you not love his passion and toughness? Um, I know you'd be in, in that camp, too, Teddy, being a defensive guy. Oh, but, yeah. uh but anyhow, um, yeah, just uh, it was incredible. Great stadium, great atmosphere, and uh, the second half it was obviously electric. I tell you what, Detroit had a ton of people there. Yeah, they yeah. they were loud. Uh, I was surprised. Six Sooners going to the Super Bowl, and I believe all six you would have either recruited or coached. All six guys going to the Super Bowl. Um, OU for the second oh, consecutive I, year. I recruited and coached all of them. Yeah, yeah. And for the second consecutive year, OU will have the most active roster players in the Super Bowl. How, how... I didn't realize it was two years. I knew yeah. this year I heard that. Oh, yeah, great. Well, we recruited pretty decent, maybe. I, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was a little unheralded as a recruiter, maybe. Huh, Teddy? Well, uh, <laughs> now, I... now everybody's noticing. If it, if, it, if, it, if that's the case in the recruiting, then it must have been unbelievable development, Coach. <laughs> well, that's true. Smitty, Smitty worked you boys pretty good, and uh, we coached it pretty hard, right? Oh yeah. man, yeah. Well, yeah. Kansas City's going again. Um, obviously, Creed and all those guys are playing great, and it looks like it's going to be an awesome matchup. Which is, you've got like the highest paid quarterback in the league or one of them against the lowest paid quarterback in the league uh it's kind of an interesting dynamic the way that this has worked out yeah i tell you you're right uh they're both incredible i i thought uh of course everyone i'm patrick mahomes i saw him up close and personal i don't need to see him again so (laughs) all the accolades he deserves but brock birdie anyone that's just on this guy's out of their mind He's been incredible, and he made some, you know, uh, off the off the play sheet plays last weekend. Yeah, you he know, started some, running some, it, didn't he, to pick up some yeah, first downs, some scrambles, and some, you know, throwing off the back foot and getting, you know, knocked out of bounds, dropping one over there. So uh, good for him, and uh, and no, he, I, I thought Brock Purdy has been exceptional. Uh, you know, plays within it. To me, that's the, the number one thing. Until you become one of those, you know, you have that experience of five, six years, and you become the elite, and you, you just see the you see the field so well that you can kind of make those dynamic plays. Don't don't try to be more than you are. Just and I'm not saying he's a manager. He's a great quarterback. Just just take what's there, and he does a great job of that. And I think their coaches do a great job with them. I think, I think Shanahan and, and what he asks of them is incredible. And he can make all the throws. And so he was awesome. And I, I was lucky. I, I went up and said hi to him after the game, leaving the locker room as well. He was, he was awesome. This guy just wins another the NFC Championship game. He's walking out. I didn't even see anybody waiting there for him. <laughs> I was like, look at my man here. So I, I was able to just approach him real fast. He would—he couldn't have been more gracious and nice. And I just, you know, congratulated him and wished him luck coming, you know, for the for the game. And 
you know, just uh, awesome guy. I, I think he's he's going to keep having a great career. This this isn't unusual. Teddy, best I can tell, um, if you really want to annoy Trent Williams, just say something negative about Brock Purdy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like anyone sticks up for Brock Purdy more than Trent Williams. I I, I know you saw Stacy Dales this weekend, Bob, but Stacy was yeah, interviewing was Trent awesome. Williams after, and Trent's like, he's the reason why we're here, guys. It, it's yeah. this guy. Yeah. No, yeah, it's Trent and. What a monster. I mean, my man is a beast, knocking people all over the place. And good for him. I, I, again, I, Rob Purdy's incredible. There, there's no denying it. The guy is plays incredibly smart and uh, throws a great ball uh, on time, all of it. You know, so uh, you have to appreciate that. Well, um, Drake, your son's out there doing work in the East-West Shrine game, and Man, all the reviews sound like he's uh, playing his tail off and, and really impressing a lot of people there. Yeah, exciting. Uh, we're actually, uh, Carol and I and our children, on our way down to, to watch the game this evening. It's 7, I think it's 7, and uh, down in Frisco. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah, the work's, most of the work's already done. The game's a different deal, but, you know, the one-on-ones, all the practices leading up to it, the interviews are really the biggest part of the game. So, uh, anyway, it sounds like he's he's had a good week. Let's count this out. Bob's got a former player, head coach at Tennessee, mm-hmm. former player, head coach at Mississippi State, mm-hmm. and now former player, head coach at Michigan in Sharon Moore. He was, uh, and you can correct me if I'm missing anybody else, but Sharon was here for two years. What was what was his time like at, uh, at OU when he was here? Just a really positive guy, uh, easy guy to be around. Uh, like you see him, he's incredibly bright, smart guy, and uh, easy to coach. Great teammate. Uh, he he was a great part of our staff. I mean, of our team. Uh, really good person. Great great guy. Good player. All of it, you know. And uh, you see that now. And it, it's been nice, you know. I I connected with Strawn, and uh, I was with Big Noon Kickoff a couple years ago. And we had a Michigan game, so I got to go out and grab him ahead of the game, give him a give him a hug, talk to him, and we've kept in touch ever since. So, uh, so anyway, uh, it's been great to keep up with him and uh, talk to him a little bit ahead of his uh, getting the job and after. So we've kept up and really happy for him. And and to me, that's the the smart thing to do for Michigan. I. He can keep a good number of coaches. The players know know the system, what they're doing. He knows what their formula has been the last many years. He's been there five or six years. Mm-hmm. So who knows, you know, to me, the best chance to keep it all going. And, and Sharon, you know, was undefeated as a head coach when he stepped in. So he's he's done an awesome job. And, and to me, that's uh, – I'm excited for them, and I, I just think they're going to continue to to do well. You know, I I don't know that anyone was shocked that Harbaugh jumped to the NFL. It had been, you know, hinted at and talked about, you know, for, gosh, maybe even before the season even started. Uh, but he made the jump. Then we hear that, that Hefley from Boston College, he's going to the NFL to Green Bay. Uh, sounds like you know, the offensive coordinator that uh, was was possibly or maybe even did uh, take the job at Alabama also may take the Seattle offensive coordinator job. Is this something because of maybe all the wonkiness right now with some of the rules and NIL and portal, all that stuff in, in college that this may be a trend we see at least maybe until they get some of that stuff squared away a little bit better? I don't know. You know, anything I would say is just – purely speculative so I don't you know I I couldn't tell you I uh I know I was approached a couple times uh you know through the years uh that were serious about you know doing making that move to the NFL and uh I'll be honest if if I was working through all of this today that would be a lot more attractive uh today than it than it was back then so uh Whatever that means. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I understand. It's <laughs> it's a lot, and it feels like it becomes more and more every year. No doubt. Well, last one for me and uh, Coach Bob Stoops is our guest. Brought to you by Modelo. 
Just a couple of really nice basketball wins on back-to-back nights. Jenny Bronchek's really team. Yeah, number two, t- uh, number two uh, winner of the number two team, and then Porter gets a 20-point road win on Tuesday night. Yeah, uh, just so awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, just happy for Coach Bronchek and what they did last night. And they, they're playing so well here through the, uh, through the Big 12, so good for them. They're catching their stride, so that's awesome. I, I think she's an incredible coach, and uh, – Happy for Coach Moser as well. He, he's an incredible coach and couple couple tough losses at home, and then they go on the road and and you know and win by twenty at Kansas State. Just so good, so awesome, and it just shows you. I mean, they're 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 both making strides. So everybody just got to keep supporting them, keep keep rooting for them, keep showing up, and uh, and these you know they're they're two great great coaches. So. It, it can be, you know, the, these programs can be great uh, as, as we move on, and you just have to keep showing up and keep supporting them. Hey, it's February 1st. I, I believe we're going to camp at the end of this month, training camp. We're getting close, Coach. Yeah, uh, we uh, our players show up, I think, the 24th, uh, February 24th. Our first game is uh, March 30th. We're the first game. Uh, playing the Birmingham team, uh, both they were USFL champs. We're the XFL champs, so that'll oh, be that'll fun. Be cool. first, that'll very be awesome. first game, two champs playing against each other. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Had a had a great time last year, and and uh, looking forward to it. So hopefully, people plan some trips down to uh, down to Arlington to come watch us at Choctaw Stadium. Looking forward to it. Coach, we appreciate you stopping by the show. As always, uh, it's always a good time. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Great to be with you. Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. Awesome as always. That's brought to you by Modelo. And (laughs) speaking of uh, the basketball teams, I I have the audio of this. It's going to be courtesy of uh, Jesse Crittenden of OU Insider. Porter's having an availability right now with the media. And here's the quote. Everybody save yourself three minutes of your life. And don't DM me that you walked into your backyard and made nine of ten free throws. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, play, I'll try and play that coming up next, but that's oh, amazing. That's awesome. That is awesome. I, hey, I cannot walk into my uh, backyard and make nine out of ten. I don't think ever in my life I've made nine out of ten free throws. I, I, could, I could believe that. I'm a four or five out of ten guy. All I right. can believe that. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hit us on the text sign six five one three four three nine. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. It's hoop season at the Lloyd Noble Center, and you do not want to miss your chance to catch the OU women's basketball team in action this season. The Sooners' home schedule is packed with great games and entertainment for the whole family. Tickets are just ten bucks for adults and special pricing available for kids and seniors. Browse upcoming games, ticket packages, and more at Soonersports.com slash tickets. And we'll see you at the LNC for OU Women's Basketball this season. Boomer Sooner. The Showplace Theater is the best place for live music. And with some of the best acts around. Air Supply, February 3rd. Scotty McCreary, February 23rd. Jay Leno, March 16th. They say the larger the head and the larger the jaw, the more sexually attractive people will be. So. Jim Gaffigan, March 23rd. People love fall. It's my favorite season. It's not a competition. Rivuin, the Metro's best casino experience. My son Ian was diagnosed with a brain tumor at the age of 16 months. We had no hope until St. Jude rescued us. He's alive because of what St. Jude has done. He's here because of the doctors who came before, their blood, their sweat, their tears, the knowledge accumulated and shared you know, with everyone else around the world. This is how we help kids beat cancer all over. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. 
Dreaming of your own backyard oasis? Be the envy of your neighborhood and let Signature Custom Pools help you create the perfect poolside paradise. Their professional design expertise can transport you into your own mystic falls, suburban sanctuary, or Mediterranean retreat. Settle into an endless vacation, entertain your family, friends, and get the signature touch with Signature Custom Pools. Call them for a free consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com today. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> a heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but prediabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse prediabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the 1-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its Prediabetes Awareness Partners. More Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about More Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. As always, we appreciate Coach Bob Stoops hopping on with us every single week. That's brought to you by Modelo. He, Carol, and the kids are hopping in the car, heading down to Frisco to watch Drake play tonight, 7 p.m. on the NFL Network. That's going to be a lot of fun. What's also going to be a lot of fun is hearing what Porter Moser just said at media availability on stop DMing him (laughs) that you can make free throws in the backyard, courtesy of Jesse Crittenden of OUinsider.com. He's a uh, friend of the station. Here's what Porter just said. Just for, for everybody, just save yourself three minutes of your life and don't DM me that you walked out in your backyard and made nine out of ten free throws. <laughs> <laughs> just save, save your three minutes. Don't, don't, don't DM me. Because, you know, in your backyard, I don't think you got 13,000 people. There's, not a, there, there's always other factors in it. So... Um, it's like a missing a three-foot putt at the Masters, you know. It just, um, you know, we got good free-throw shooters. Um, it hasn't been a problem. Yes, we miss free-throws. Uh, we work on them all the time. Um, so save yourself another 30 seconds. Don't DM me saying, Coach, do you ever work on free-throws? So the answer is yes. Um, but, you know, for our guys. That's awesome. I love that so much. <laughs> And I don't doubt that that's actually happening, by the way. Oh, Clearly it is. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. It's happening. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, how about that game on uh, Tuesday night? I hey, said yesterday, I've watched a lot of OU basketball games in my life, a, a lot of them, and I've seen some crazy games, some weird games. I don't know if I've ever seen a box score that, that crazy from Tuesday. If, if you would have told me, and I didn't see the game, that, OU was 42% from the field, shot 21% from three. They were three of 14 and shot 61% from the free throw line on the road against K-State. I would have said they got run out of the arena. Yeah, they got beat by 20. They didn't <laughs> right. win by 20. Right. It's, it's wild. Pretty wild. Yeah. Um, you know, if those numbers are bad, K-States were even worse. Yeah. Nah, and uh, what was that, 49 combined fouls called between the two teams? 49 fouls, two technical fouls 
called in that basketball game on Tuesday night. But hey, it's a win, you know? I, the rest of the country, all they saw was a 20-point OU win. They, yeah. they probably didn't sit there and watch the two-and-a-half-hour basketball game that, that, that we did on Tuesday night. Yeah. No, it was a win and a needed win. I, sometimes you got to win ugly, you got to win ugly, and that one was ugly. So, yeah, um, kind of a shock. But, hey, the streak continues for ESPN BPI. Um, Four in a row. Four in a row, four straight, opposite. So hopefully we have like a 30% chance of beating UCF. UCF has a 52.7% yeah. chance to win on Saturday, according to the ESPN Let's BPI. Let's go. And I think after the game, regardless of the outcome, OU and UCF need to take a group photo. Group photo at half court with everyone throwing the horns down. <laughs> you're kind of, you're kind of linked a little bit to the UCF basketball team now after what they did a, a couple of weeks ago. That's funny. Got to got to admire and appreciate those guys. Now, yeah. it's a win, win's a win, man. It's 20-point road win. And I don't remember the last time OU's won three consecutive Big 12 road games, but it can happen on Saturday if they beat UCF. Yeah. Oddly enough. So, you asked Bob about the whole uh, Jeff Hatley situation yeah. and he gave an interesting response. He's like, I don't know if that's going to happen more in the future. That's speculation for me. But if I was in I the game it. right I now, I would – yeah, I mean, wasn't that, wasn't that an interesting response from, from Bob? And yeah. I, I, I wouldn't blame him if he was still in the game now and thinking about it because he's, he's won the national championship. Like, he's accomplished a lot. The guy's a Hall of Famer. We were talking yesterday that, okay, well, everyone seems to think that this is going to happen more often – do we ever think it would happen with Brent? And my immediate reaction in terms of where things are at right now with Brent, I don't think that he would be on the short list of coaches to leave college football and, and head to the NFL. No. I think he wants to prove himself as a head coach at this level. I think he enjoys being here. Maybe he doesn't love the new era of college football, but I feel like he's got a lot left to prove before he even considers that. Yeah, I think he, I think he does – I think he enjoys the um, taking a uh, an unfinished product and and turning them into really good football players. I think he enjoys that part of it, that challenge. Um, it's not really like that in the NFL. You're getting you kind of get a um, an already developed product, and yeah, you're going to work on some things clearly uh, as a coach, but you know, I think he likes to to really build football players and, and enjoys the whole process. So I don't think so. But I guess you never know. I mean, he's not going to leave the head coaching position at Oklahoma to go to the NFL. No, you know. Uh-huh. So um, I don't I don't think that that would ever be the case. And you know, like the fact that Harbaugh did it is I think that's really rare and probably has doesn't have as much to do with. Like, probably has to do with some of the sanctions that are about to come down on him, but I don't think it it has to, as much to do with you know just being annoyed with the state of college football as maybe he's he personally feels like he's got unfinished business and may not be able to coach in college anymore. Yeah, like or for a while. if you want to have the opinion, and many did yesterday, including Kirk Herbstreit, that this is going to happen more. Okay, I can get behind that. I just wouldn't use Jim Harbaugh as the example because I don't think it's necessarily a good example to use. Right. The guy came from the NFL. I, I, I know he started in college football, but he came from Michigan from the NFL, and he was trying to get into the league the two previous off-seasons. If you want to use Jeff Hatley as an example, that's fine. Or some of these other college basketball coaches, but it, it didn't matter what situation college football was in, Harbaugh was was always going to leave any right. chance that he got. Yep. Do you do you think this is an overreaction though, or do you think it's going to happen more often? It's an overreaction. Um, I do think it's going to happen more. But here's the other thing that I think some perspective that that people forget. You got thirty two NFL teams. You've got 130 Division I teams. And most of the guys that coach in the NFL coach there forever. Like most of the guys, like you bring up any coaching staff, half of those guys have probably been in the NFL for 20 years. There's not that many openings. It's not just, 
well, I think I'll go be the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that's fair. There's there's just not that many people that are going to have the opportunity to make that jump. So, you know, think of how many more college coaches there are, and I how how often the NFL hires within just the NFL. It's just it's going to continue to be rare. Now, I bet if you went around and asked a bunch of college coaches if they had an opportunity, like a um a lateral move to the NFL, if they had that opportunity, would they take it? I bet a very high percentage of them would say, hell yes, they would. Try but, to, yeah. You know, that's just kind of, there's just not, you're not going to see a big volume of it happen because there's just not that many jobs. I don't think you're going to see like Kirby Smarts uh, head off to the NFL mm-hmm. anytime soon. Why would you? He's making a lot of money right now. He's winning a lot of football games. He's in a pretty nice spot. So, so maybe the established head coaches at the top are still going to stay the same, but... I, a guy yeah. like Kirby, I could actually say, yeah, I could see him doing it. If he feels like the stretch that he hit, he's not going to be able to do it again. And you kind of like, you want to be able to go do something else while you still have like a hot name. Like I could see him doing that. But guys that that haven't won one, you know, I think for most guys, if if you win multiple and maybe feel like you're you're you've kind of peaked, hit a plateau, maybe they would take that that jump. Uh, a couple texts. This is probably the last big job Harbaugh takes. Can't see him going back to the college ranks after finishing on tops. Is a texture in the four hundred five, and I think I had that immediate reaction as well. Once it happens, he'll yeah. be in the NFL for the rest of time, or just you know retire and off into the sunset. And I don't think he's back in college football. You know, and it's a rare opportunity. Like I don't think. I don't think there's a lot of coaches in college that would make the jump that would be able to make the jump to a team that's got a uh, their franchise quarterback already there. Usually it's kind of like a rebuild type situation, you know? John from Bartlesville says OU football is Brent's identity. Just saying, I think John's also saying he don't think he'll pop to the NFL either yeah. anytime soon. Dan says if Lincoln didn't lose five of six, he would have 100% gone to the NFL. Probably. Probably. I heard from someone that he he, uh, he interviewed for one of those NFL openings this year, and obviously he didn't get that job. Yeah. Did you hear that he was begging them? Please! <laughs> please! I'll do it Take for free. me! I'll do it for free! I'll pay you! Internship, maybe? He and, Bill, he and Bill Belichick didn't get an NFL head coaching job. Yeah, that is still, that's kind of interesting. All right. Quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. We'll wrap up our number one next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Are you in need of purchasing your own health insurance? Are you turning 65 and confused about Medicare? Are you an employer looking at offering benefits to your staff? Call the agents at Allison Insurance. They'll sort through the confusion. They're not captive to just one company, and they'll get the best option for you. Don't get frustrated. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. Allison Insurance. They are the experts. Coach Stoops here for Van Hoos Fence. If you want to work with the best local fence company and get championship service, contact my friend Mark and the Van Hoos Fence team. Van Hoos Fence gives each customer the most professional craftsmanship and competitive pricing in Oklahoma. From wood to chain link to vinyl to metal fences, the Van Hoos Fence team does it all. Contact the Fencing All-Americans at Van Hoos Fence, 405-735-1167 or vhfence.com. If you're in your 40s or older and you're thinking about improving your vision, let me introduce you to the new LASIK, or as we like to call it, lens replacement. Lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which often leads patients needing reading glasses or adjusting to monovision. Here's the best part. With lens replacement, you'll never require cataract surgery. Lens replacement, the new LASIK. It's a major leap forward in vision correction. So if you're ready to see 2020, then check out the new LASIK available at thenewlasik.com. Do you have equipment taking up space in your shed or on your lot? What do you do if those pieces are really 
big. Ever wondered their value? Purple Wave Auction is an online auction company that sells used equipment. Thousands of items are up for bid right now at purplewave.com. Our transparent auction process makes it easy to sell that Kenworth semi you have sitting behind the barn. Or how about an upgrade to your new Holland Workmaster? Take a moment and check out purplewave.com. Purple Wave Auction, straight, simple, sold. The law firm of Glass Tabor has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Glass Tabor has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Glass Tabor at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of experience practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit GlassTaborLaw.com. Experience peace of mind with Kennedy Roofing, where you're not just in good hands, you have a dedicated professional team backing you up. I'm Tyler McComas, representing Kennedy Roofing, your trusted family-owned and operating roofing experts located right here in Norman. They are licensed and bonded within the state, ensuring top-notch service for projects big or small. With over 50 years of industry expertise, Kennedy Roofing is your go-to solution for roof replacements. Visit newroofok.com to reserve your inspection today and discover why Kennedy Roofing is the name you can trust. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Hey Sooner fans, are you ready to gear up in style? Look no further than Balfour of Norman on Historic Campus Corner. Score big with our basketball collection. Whether you're shooting hoops or cheering from the stands, we will have you representing the Sooners with pride. And softball enthusiasts, Balfour has got you covered too. Swing into action with our best-selling gear. Whether it's a jersey, tee, hat, or maybe a button or lapel pin. Hurry because the spirit of the Sooners is waiting for you at Balfour of Norman or online at crimsonproud.com where you will find everything Sooner. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Kevin's group bring you the sour of the rush. If you have an emergency 24 hours a day, you know what to do. Give Cavens a call. They specialize in fire, water, mold, remediation, and crime scene cleanup. That's Cavens group at 405-573-3048. 405-573-3048. I don't know what uh, you've done with your day so far, other than being on the air one hour. I've uh, been on the air two hours now. Mark Andrews has spent his day saving someone's life, and the hmm. day isn't even over yet. I mean, what an incredible story from a, uh, a story on a plane today. He saved a woman's life today during a flight from Baltimore to Phoenix. A woman suffered a medical emergency, and medical personnel on the flight couldn't find a strong pulse. Andrews, who is a type 1 diabetic, got up from his seat and said, Could it be her blood sugar? I have a diabetic testing kit. Andrews gave them his kit to use, and her heart rate uh, stabilized. Paramedics were able to treat her. When the flight landed, this one, they couldn't find a pulse. Mark Andrews steps in, offers a solution. It's the right solution. Demands a hero today. Look at that! Amazing. Good dude. Good dude. 
um, you know, he's – what he's had to kind of go through – it's a it's a very intense protocol that he has to go through on a day to day basis to be at you know top performance. I mean it's it's a constant on the sideline checking his blood sugar, making sure that everything is okay. He's got medical staff around him. I mean it's a it's a big deal for him, uh, and obviously really dangerous if he was to let any of that lapse. But uh, you know that just adds a layer of of difficulty to what he's he's done and, and the fact that he's been able to accomplish what he's accomplished. Just, I mean, just a crazy lot. story. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, that was – it was a big story at OU that yeah. he had to come out uh, for, you know, plays at times to make sure that he was okay through, throughout a game, you know. Yeah. And he's play, he played in extreme heat. He played in extreme cold. The weather that OU plays in from September to late November – like a lot of teams in college football, but it's pretty yeah. drastically different. Yeah. No, and again, it's it's in order to like because you've got a you've got to constantly fuel your body to stay at top performance, and I, and I don't know a whole lot about it. So, you know, I mean, I'm I'm sure he has to have a special drink that he. Um, I, I doubt he can go dumping a ton of Gatorade and all that sugar that's in that into his system. Maybe he does. I don't know. But I know that there's a fine balance that he has to try and work with, and it's uh, it's not easy. So that's awesome. I'm glad he was there and on the flight. Boy, I'm glad I called that guy. <laughs> As, uh, I guess it wasn't Adam Sandler. Well, you know, it was Adam Sandler that, that did say that in Billy Madison. Signiversary today for uh, Jermaine Gresham and Gerald McCoy ah. 18 years ago today. Congrats to those guys. I think GK would be the highest rated player in the state of Oklahoma in the recruiting rankings era. The number four player in his class overall. I don't think we've seen another player from the state ranked that high since recruiting rankings were really really be started to become a thing back in 2002. Were they in the same class? Yeah, they were in the same class. Not bad, huh? Were not not a little bad in state hall with those two. No, were they? What were they? Were they five stars? Uh, Gerald McCoy was a five star. Jermaine Gresham was a four star. But I think Gresham, he was definitely top one hundred. I think he was maybe top fifty overall yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. What class is that? Oh, is that oh six? I think that's the oh six class. Yeah. Uh, Gresham was the number 34 player overall in the country. Wow. State of Oklahoma, two top 35 players. That's crazy. That year. That's yeah. crazy. And, um, I know what caught our eyes coming up at 430, but speaking of like commit versaries, yeah. Zach Sanchez, his was on Tuesday oh, of this cool. week. We remember Zach Sanchez at OU. I didn't sure. remember he had 15 interceptions. And his three-year career at OU, he and three pick sixes. He found the ball a ton. Mm. Um, inter- and you know that was we were we struggled defensively quite a bit during that run, but he was a turnover magnet for sure. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two is next. Let's go.